I hope you've had a joyful week. Welcome back to the Live Curious Die Wild podcast. I'm your host, Atlas Mari. Every Saturday, we discuss a topic related to intentional living in order to help you stop cruising on autopilot and start taking the wheel. You deserve to fiercely and joyfully live your dreams with courage, self-confidence, and an abundance mindset. So grab a cup of coffee, matcha, tea, or lemon water, and let's go. At the end of episode 22, I asked you to consider a quote about the signs of an emotionally unavailable person. Here's that quote from Sherry Gaba, licensed clinical social worker in an article for psychologytoday.com titled, How to Spot an Emotionally Unavailable Person. She writes, learning to spot people who are emotionally unavailable is essential to avoid being drawn into a relationship with someone who does not have the capability to provide emotional support and empathy to their partner. Today, we'll discuss what it means, common signs, possible reasons why someone may be emotionally unavailable, and possible reasons why you invited them into your life. What it means to be emotionally unavailable. Emotional unavailability describes the inability to sustain emotional bonds in relationships. That person can't open up emotionally in a relationship or hold space for your feelings or express their own. When someone makes them feel, they may push the other person away, make themselves less appealing, or simply run for the hills. 10 Common Signs of Emotional Unavailability. In episode 20 on responsibility and episode 21 on people ghosting, we examined red flags that may suggest behaviors of people who are more likely to be irresponsible or to ghost. In general, a person who displays even a few of the following behaviors or red flags is most likely emotionally unavailable. Number one, flirty and flattering. In fact, they may even be great listeners and communicators, but the surface level intimacy is often short-lived. Number two, controlling and inflexible. They fit relationships into their lives, not wanting to be inconvenienced or to modify their routine. Number three, revealing. They may seemingly reveal personal or private experiences, but this is curated. It is meant to establish trust. Some may admit they are no good at relationships or even that they are emotionally unavailable. Believe them. Number four, history. Find out about previous long-term relationships. Often they ended when deep intimacy was about to develop. Even more important is ascertaining the answers to the following questions. What were the relationships like with their parents or caregivers? What is their attachment style? We'll delve more into these two questions and their significance in the next section called possible reasons for emotional unavailability. Number five, Finding flaws. Because they fear intimacy, they will find a so-called flaw in you and use it as an excuse to end the relationship. Number six, rage. Notice how they speak about long-term friendships or how they treat their pets. This may reveal repressed rage. It often suggests that they are demanding and likely emotionally abusive. Number seven, intrusive and elusive. They have a tendency to ask inappropriate questions about sensitive experiences that you've had. 
suggesting an unwillingness to allow a relationship to unfold. Meanwhile, after selectively revealing a few items about their life that seem delicate, they may hide meaningful life experiences in order to prevent a deep connection. This leaves you with the feeling that something is always missing. Number eight, mixed messages. They suggest future plans with you or say they have something for you, but never follow through. They reveal details about their lives and suddenly become vague. They flirt or compliment, then get upset when you do the same, or you become more vulnerable and want to try to develop intimacy. Number nine, seduction. Sexual advances will seem to appear too early, or they may even surprise you, and that's because they lack authenticity. Emotionally unavailable people lack the confidence to believe that they're worthy of a partner and will sabotage any relationship that becomes too serious. Emotionally unavailable people love the chase. Seduction is about conquest. And number 10, stonewalling and ghosting. Your relationship seems to be going well, but if it comes to a point where more intimacy is required or there's a more serious next step, they withdraw or even ghost. Possible reasons for emotional unavailability. Let's explore the theory of attachment style for a moment because researchers believe you carry this into your adult relationships. It's based on a 1978 study of the emotional bond between a mother and child. In the study, the child's mother left them alone in a room. Researchers Ainsworth et al. identified three styles of attachment based on three different ways that the children responded when their mothers returned. However, a fourth attachment style called disorganized attachment style was discovered in 1990 by Maine and Solomon and is more significant when discussing emotional unavailability. In this study, children were, quote, confused, disoriented, angry, and detached, end quote. Later studies linked emotional unavailability to disorganized attachment, and yet another study found that this attachment is often the result of, quote, neglect, abuse, or domestic violence, end quote. If you felt hurt as the result of being in a relationship with an emotionally unavailable person, this may help you to understand where they're coming from, though, of course, it does not excuse their behavior. You can also use this information to avoid relationships with emotionally unavailable people in the future. Why me? It's time for you to honestly answer the following five questions. Number one, do you have clear boundaries and enforce them or do you let things slide? Number two, do you avoid difficult conversations often because you're afraid of upsetting the status quo or even because you fear losing your partner? Number three, do you have lower self-esteem? Do you subconsciously believe you don't deserve love, that you're not skinny enough, smart enough, fill in the blank. And remember, you are worthy. Whether someone chooses to be in a relationship with you is not about you, it's about them. Number four, was one or both of your parents or caregivers absent or emotionally unavailable? Research shows that we seek out partners that help us establish familiar dynamics in a relationship. 
And number five, is a part of you emotionally unavailable? Despite what you tell yourself you want from a romantic relationship, maybe subconsciously you may fear commitment for any one of the reasons we've examined so far. And another emotionally unavailable person actually makes you feel safe. How to heal after a relationship has ended with an emotionally unavailable person. Five steps. Number one, remember it's them and not you. No matter if you possess qualities X, Y, or Z, or you didn't possess qualities X, Y, or Z, they were not ready to commit. Number two, do have tough conversations. Even if you fear this could end a relationship, because if it ends, this is just a clear sign for you that they're not emotionally available for you. Number three, it's not now and it never was your responsibility to fix them. They have to want to see a therapist or a counselor, and usually it's best for them not to be in a relationship. As far as you're concerned, don't wait around. Number four, you didn't make them run to the hills. Someone wanted to get real, to get intimate, to be emotionally available, and the other person didn't. And finally, number five, don't be friends. Emotionally unavailable partners often want to downgrade to a friendship, but that's only for their benefit. Do you want an emotionally unavailable friend? In the end, when an emotionally unavailable person decides to walk out of your life, they've done you a favor. Now you can find a partner who will give you what you truly deserve, intimacy, freedom to express your feelings and to have difficult conversations while holding space for each other, support as you grow, and a willingness to walk shoulder to shoulder with you through the world and to take on anything that comes your way. In the next episode, Know Your Boundaries, we'll discuss the importance of knowing and asserting your boundaries. I'd like to leave you with a quote to consider from Brene Brown. She writes, daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves, even when we risk disappointing others. We'll revisit that idea in episode 24. Thank you for listening today. I hope you're feeling more confident and courageous to live your dream life. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends and networks and subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite listening channel. You can follow me on Instagram at Atlas Amari and click the Amazon link in the podcast description to purchase my book, I Am Not Lost. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I look forward to sharing more episodes with you.